Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Um, there's a growing... Um, how do we address this, Landfill? There's a growing concern that a number of people are starting to make demands of Brian Mitchell. Um they're demanding a million dollars. I've made the demand. Landfill, have you made the demand? Landfill has made the demand. And it all started with a fellow by the name of Neil Greenberg. Greenberg, have you made a demand of $1 million to be Mitch? Oh, I got to put him on hold. Greenberg, do you want a yes, million hey. bucks from B. Mitch? I, I was just starting high. I didn't know where it was going to go. I figured, you know, just, let's just start the negotiation. Um. B, you got a million bucks for Greenberg? Uh, I think you need, to call, you need to call Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. Um, <clears throat> my kids have been home for the snow, and that's been really awesome. Well, dude, you're a Montgomery County guy, right? No. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, I'm in Loudoun County. Oh, well, at least your county, did they call it last night or this morning? this morning? This morning. It's it was supposed house. to be a two-hour delay. They called it uh, closing this morning. Yeah, it's, it's um, a blast. And my wife had to go into her office physically. So I have both kids today. Yay. Yeah. Bundles of joy. Blessings. How old are your kids? <clears throat> uh, one will be five and one is uh, 18 months. Oh, oh, oh boy. man. That's Good luck, right bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, know that, you know that this non-paid radio gig, you can call out if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we got uh, we got some TV helping us out today. Yeah, so well, th- this might also be your only little bit of sanity is this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm carving this time out. No one's taking this from me. Um, I want to talk commanders, and then I want to talk playoffs. You good with that? Copy that. Uh, what did you think of Adam Peters yesterday? That was great. <clears throat> Said all the right things. Um, I think it's the right person for the job. He's obviously had a tremendous success record. Um feels like he understands the situation <clears throat> very upfront, and I felt like he was very upfront and honest, you know, saying that he, they're going to build through the draft, they're going to supplement with free agency. Um, you know, obviously he has a plan coming in. That's, that's how he got the job. Um, and it's a great situation for him. I mean, we, he's, he's really good um, as being part of a team in the draft. The 49ers had very successful drafts over the past couple of years. Um, and obviously the number two picks very enticing. The money that's available in free agency is very enticing. Um, I I think Washington fans should be very happy with with, with the hire and what they heard. I think he, some he, people aren't, which is really amazing to me. You're listening to the wrong people. Well, Everybody's I, I happy. Think, I think you're going to have that uh, pe- those people out there that are who's gonna, not happy. No, no, I'm Someone not. Someone called it, it, it a Snyder move to get like the the big name GM. Well, and see, I was like, that person that, on that, that. Yeah, makes no Adam sense. can fall on most people. No one would know who he was. Snyder never got the big name GM, <laughs> so that can't be a Snyder move. <laughs> but what I'm saying, I, it's those people who have seen the excitement before and then it fall, and they're just saying they want to see what happens 
I think that's what I've heard. But ultimately, what I like is that he has confidence that his stuff will work. A lot of people did not have confidence because they didn't want to tell us what their plan was. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he that's exactly what you, you want to hear, and he's got the track record. And, you know, by all accounts, he was, you know, one of the top names for for the GM positions and, you know, obviously wanted to come here. Um, and I think it's it's going to be great. Like I said, I, I think the Harris group deserves a lot of benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, they, they've done nothing but make the right moves coming in. Um, from the communication from the owner, right, I think he's already kind of – He's already talked more words to the media than Dan Snyder might have in his whole tenure <laughs> as owner Hell of the yeah. franchise, and um, you know it just—it it seems like every step has been has been the right one. Now, will the draft work out? Who knows? Will free agency work out? Who knows? Will will the product on the field work out? Who knows? But this is certainly the step in the right direction. I agree with you entirely. Um, Peters said the right thing when asked about a head coach. I imagine you have crunched some numbers. Who do you who do you think is the right coach? And do you think there is a definitive direction they need to go with the hire? Um, I'd like to see an offensive guy. I think that you know that's that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, there's a lot of um, <clears throat> there's a lot of talented people out there. Um, obviously, the the biggest name is probably Ben Johnson with Detroit. Um, you know, you, you look at what that offense has done over the past couple of years and, and what kind of where it started and where, where it went. You know, that's certainly someone that I think is, is probably on the short list. Um, I, I, I would say an offensive guy only because I think that, that would need, that's what needs the most solution um, coming into this season. And you have the number two pick where you can address some of that. Um, so I, I would say that that would be kind of where I would like to see the team go. Um, but again, I mean, whoever they pick, I, I think I'd be fine with, even if it's a defensive guy, I think, you know, you bring a defensive coordinator in, um, hopefully they give like a, they get a great offensive guy, a lot of autonomy, and then they can get the ball rolling that way as well. What, like, what do you take from when he said, uh, we're going to get a leader. It's not going to be necessarily offensive defense, but we're going to get a leader of men. Well, that's what you need, right? I mean, you, you need someone that inspires confidence. I mean, if you're not confident in the coach, I mean, you know, Beamich, you've been in a lot of locker rooms. You tell me if I'm wrong. But if you're not, you know, and this holds true in any way, business, whatever, if you're not confident in the person that's leading you, <laughs> then you just can't get very far because there's no trust, there's no buy-in, there's, you, you know, you can't. You you know you can't rely on them to be a steward of your career, dude. That's not like, just, just locker rooms. That's life, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. If your boss so many is a jackass. That can go wrong, right? Um, so you need someone that that garners respect, and I don't necessarily mean like he has to come in with with you know five Super Bowl rings or, or anything like that. They just you know they they need a pattern of success, and you know sometimes if they don't, you know charisma carries that a long way too. I mean totally. like you get people to buy in; they want to run through a wall for you. Um, so I think that that's that's how I took it. They just want to get somebody that um, you know is is going to be inspiring and and is going to be able to get everyone around him to buy in to whatever direction they decide to go. I, I'm with you, man, and I think the leadership is by far the most important category for a new head coach, but it doesn't preclude people that haven't done it before because you look at 
what Shane Steichen did in Indy. You look at certainly what D'Amico Ryans has done in Houston. Like, you could come in day one and command the room. You can. It, it You got to find the right guy, but that's what you're getting paid probably a heck of a lot of money to do is find the right guy. Um, have you started at all looking at the – like, the way I'm looking at it, I'm actually writing a story for NBC Washington, and – to me, it's like what happens next. Hiring the head coach is the top of the list, and, and I think a lot of that is more a functionality of the playoffs than anything, right? Like it, they can't hire Ben Johnson until Detroit loses, so right. we'll see how long this takes. Um, and maybe David Tepper throws an incredible bag at him, and they go a different way, and they get <laughs> Slowick, but Slowick's still playing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you got to hire a head coach. Then you've got a quarterback decision to make, and then you've got the whole kind of draft, team building, free agency, all of it, right? Um, have, have you looked down the line here to quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, you probably have, what, three to choose from, you mean in the draft? Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that that's the direction that you need to go in. Um, the more quarterbacks you can – take a look at I mean obviously the the better your chance of of getting the right guy um Caleb Williams uh Drake May Jaden Daniels I mean those are going to be the three names that are, are probably going to be towards the top of the draft list and you have to decide which one you know once you get the head coach and they have to decide which one's going to be the best fit for whatever scheme they're going to run um so that's you know that's important so I so I think you know absolutely you're right and and I, I would be shocked, barring a, a trade down, um, if they don't take a quarterback at number two. That would be that would be very very surprising to me. I agree with you. Um, this we rarely agree this much when Greenberg's on the line. Uh, new year, it's a whole new day. Yeah, yeah it's uh, gonna last no till February. <laughs> talking with our friend, <laughs> talking with our friend Neil Greenberg here on the BetQL guest line. Make sure you follow him on X at N Greenberg, sports writer and stats geek, not nerd for the Washington Post. Right. Um, we are gonna get into some head coaching predictions here in a minute. What do you think happens in Dallas and Philly, and what do you think should happen in Dallas and Philly? I, Dallas, he has to be gone, right? I mean, if I, I, I tweeted as much. If that was a road game, I'm not sure he would have been allowed on the team playing back. Um, coming into this season, there was a lot of talk that this was a make-or-break year for Mike McCarthy. You know, absolutely could not have another flame out in, in, the, uh, in the playoffs like he has. Um, you know, you're, you're – you're in the playoffs two out of four, you know, uh, three out of four years you lose in the first, you know, you don't have much success in the playoffs. I mean, that's just not going to stand. And also the way that they lost. I think, you know, you looked at this team, um, you know, especially as playing at home, you know, it should have been they were a heavy favorite. Um, Green Bay just, I mean, cleaned their clock. I mean, it just wasn't even uh, competitive. Um, So – yeah, I think that um, I definitely think McCarthy is gone. I'm not so sure about Philadelphia. <clears throat> you know, the swoon in Philadelphia happened a while ago. We talked about, you know, the flaws of that team, at least in my opinion. Um, I think Philadelphia is probably fine unless a big name wants to go there. You know, I mean, I, I, I'd have to think if Belichick gave any sort of inclination that he wanted to go to Philly, uh, room would be made. 
Um, but uh, you know, I these think, I don't know, man. That's the one city where fans really, really make a difference, and they don't want him. Yeah, I, but I mean, you. <clears throat> I, I know think, the fans dude, don't also, want Sirianni, him. I think he lost that team a month ago, man. Like they were so bad, and you watch the tackling and stuff. Like tackling not all awful. that scheme. Yeah, that tackling was awful. No, you can and just the the optics of it, right? You're ten and one, and you end eleven and seven. Like that's brutal. I mean, that's brutal. dude. I remember in North Turner season, they started. I think you were on the team. B started seven and one and finished eight and eight. I think. Yeah, kind of got more fired. <laughs> the the window to win is so small and it's so fickle. Um, I just don't think ownership can can wait around, right? Like you, you can't always wait around for a turnaround. And um, I just I'm not sure about Philadelphia. I know they had the late season swoon, <clears throat> but Dallas. Um, I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened already. I thought I thought we would be talking about it now. Maybe Jerry Jones is snowed in with his kids too. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I actually Johnny thought Walker it would have happened pretty quickly. If he had done it that night, well, I tell you, that whole team might be depleted. I just wonder. <laughs> yeah. that Give up 50 yeah. at home in the playoffs. Yeah. Oof. Um, all right, so you're clear on those two. Let's uh, – what do you like this weekend? Obviously, awesome games coming. Um, Houston coming to Baltimore. Uh, you know, there's two big spreads, two narrow spreads. Take us through your thoughts. Yeah, so I was five and one last week, including uh, Tampa Bay straight up, also with an alt line of minus two and a half. Ooh, that so, I didn't know about the alt line. I was on Tampa yeah. with the points and the money line, but the alt line's nice. Yeah. Um, so in Houston, uh, Baltimore, um, I I tend to fade the home favorites a little bit. Um, I don't know if there's much there with the line, like you said. Both Baltimore and San Francisco are pretty big home favorites, but I do like. Uh, um, C.J. Stroud, Texas quarterback, to not throw an interception. Um, I got plus 130. Um, I think it's playable to, like, plus 115. Um, He takes really good care of the ball, doesn't make too many turnover-worthy throws. Um, So to get plus money on that, to me, is is very interesting. Um, I I like the Packers to go over 19.5 points. Um, I think this offense is massively underrated. Um, they're, they're the sixth best offense after you adjust their efficiency for strength of schedule. Um, and even facing the 49ers, they should top that 19 mark, which they've hit nine times in 13 games. Um, so I'm over the team total on the Packers. Um, the Packers see. Are, are hot, man. I mean, love. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, you know, 19 and a half points in football is not a lot. You know, you're talking about three touchdowns. You're talking about two touchdowns and some some field goals. I mean, I think this offense can make it happen. I know San Francisco defense is good, but Green Bay has faced some good defenses before and and, and exceeded that number. Um, in the Tampa Bay game, I like Baker Mayfield to go over 244 and a half passing yards. Um, Detroit's defense is not that good, and um, I think they can also be playing from behind, which will will help inflate those numbers a little bit. Um, I think the total actually, well, maybe that might already be gone. I pre- it's already at 255, so damn, um, that's a little high. But I had it in print at 244 and a half. Do you have an article uh, with all this, or will you text yeah. me all these? Yeah, it's online. Okay. And then the Chiefs money line. I think uh, that injury list for for Buffalo is really long. 
Um, safety Taylor Rapp, wide receiver Gabe Davis, cornerback Russell Douglas, linebacker Tyrell Dotson, and a couple of others. Um, the punter. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of defensive uh, injuries on that line. We'll have to monitor the the practice report, but I'm fine taking plus odds for the Chiefs money line right now and uh, making a go of it. Yeah, I see it. At, you can almost get it at plus one twenty five. Uh, that's great. I would definitely take that. I think the injury report is going to tell us a lot. I think Chiefs can win this no matter what. I think uh, having all those injuries, cluster injuries, are really difficult um, for um, to, to to overcome this mm-hmm. close to game day. And dude, nobody wants to talk about it. The Chiefs are playing lights out defense, and they still have Pat Mahomes and Chris Chris yeah, Jones. That was the thing. Like we always talked about. Well, what if Kansas City could ever get a good defense? And this year they have it. Right? Yeah. They have a really good defense. And like you said, oh by the way, Patrick Mahomes is there. Um, I think the the wide receivers need to help them a little bit, not drop so many passes. But sure. um, you know, I, I do think that Kansas City can can walk away with this. Um, all right, I like it. And people can find your picks and all the rationale behind them where. Uh, on WashingtonPost.com slash sports slash Neil Greenberg is a geek, not a nerd. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Hey, Appreciate you. Know, that, uh, that million dollars, uh, somebody's thinking about it. All right, that's good. I'm glad it's in the works. <laughs> Later, dude. All right, bye. All right, brother. That is Neil Greenberg. Follow him on Xbox at N Greenberg. When we come back, we're making – Head coach predictions. We'll start in Washington. We'll go around the NFL. Don't forget, B. Mitchell Finley, brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. And at the same time, B. Mitchell Finley presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit JohnSellsDMV.com. Landfill, get Leahy connected with Adam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Peters. All right. Um, Leville, the plan was to go around the room and all make predictions, and Jeff is gone. So it'll be the three of us until he returns. Was this the plan a sec- to do what? We're going to make predictions on head coaching oh. jobs. But, Landini, was this a sanctioned Jeff disappearance? I mean, he just comes and goes as he pleases. <laughs> like, if he was going to get us some food, I'd be into it. But I doubt he is. He's not. Beavis just ate a bunch of pickles. Got me craving a pickle. Um, Jim Andrew Mullins the 10th, Professor Landini, 
predicting who will be the commander's head coach. Who you got? I think it's going to be Ben Johnson, just because that's what I've uh, I've seen reported most in the media. I think that's ben fair. Ben Johnson. Also, mm-hmm. to be clear, you're part of the media. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian. Yeah. King of the pickles. Beavis wanted to play hide the pickle. I, I said hell be no. You. You're predicting I will be the new head <laughs> no, coach of the Commanders? Joke. I was just joking. I, I, figured. Um, I, I think Ben Johnson is the, the candidate, but I think that you discussing Tepper this morning makes me think that Tepper's going to throw it at him, and you're probably going to have to go with Slowick. Just back. Um, That's a tough one. The, the names I've been hearing. You know what? I'm going to go with Slowick only because I've been hearing Ben Johnson a lot. It's going to be Ben Johnson now. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I said it. Now, you said what I said. Normally, when you say what I say, it always goes the other way. Not true. When last time we won something when you, both went, when you went with me? It was a minute ago, but <laughs> that, don't, that don't mean it always happens. <laughs> Most times. So, Jeff saying Slowick, you're saying Ben Johnson, Landfill saying Ben Johnson. I'm saying Ben Johnson. I think they get Ben Johnson done. I think this is good news for everybody. I think I what, the one thing I don't know but I think is vital is who's going to be the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I wonder at special teams coordinator, Nate Katzer was one of I think I think Nate Katzer and Randy Jordan con I, I don't want to say survived because that's too that's too harsh. We're, of a word. we're, we're but held. They on. were all yeah. They're held. Yes, they were on the Gruden staff when all those guys got fired. Randy and Nate Katz are stayed on with the Rivera staff. They're still there. I'm curious what they'll do with special teams. Let's be real. They had a really bad special teams year. I wonder if a lot of that wasn't. I don't want to put too much blame on one person, but but Cameron Cheeseman was a real problem for most of the year. Yeah. But they had bad coverage. They just you lose Jeremy Reeves hurts you a lot. But um, you know, Katzer's one dude that knows everybody in the building, and that will have some value. I don't know what they'll do with Randy either. Um, yeah. But special teams coordinator is also somebody that could give some added leadership, added experience to special a team coordinator. Is one that you, I think, a lot of people don't put enough thought in it. When we talk, we've been talking about offense and defense coordinator. The special teams coordinator talks to everybody on the team right. except the starting quarterback. That guy has more, I think, influence than the offensive defense coordinator. Cer- and, certainly and, on, like, vibes, I would yeah, say. Yeah, on vibes. Because he has to get guys that have already practiced to then come and do extra stuff. Yeah. So you got to have the right mindset and get guys to respond to you in the that right way. That guy needs to come. You need to have as much thought going to him. And I'm not saying he's going to be as important as the other two, but they need to put a lot of thought into that person and make sure that person is a leader as well. I agree. Because I'm going to tell you, when I was in Philly, John Harbaugh, when I was here, Wayne Severe and Pete Rodriguez, those guys had as much influence as any coach on the team because whenever coaches would make a decision, they wouldn't talk to them. You know, the strength coach and the special teams coordinator probably has more and knows more about the team than the OD coordinator. Players interact with those two dudes more than the other go. guys, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think they've got to nail those two hires and get veteran 
leadership if they're going with one of these young guys, which I believe they are. Landville, is this Barnwell I'm reading from? Okay, so this is Bill Barnwell, ESPN.com NFL analyst. Um, there's a story in, on ESPN.com about head coaching predictions. Um, for the Washington Commanders, the former coach, Ron Rivera, we all know that. Uh, known candidates for the job, Aaron Glenn, Lions D coordinator, Ben Johnson, Lions offense coordinator, Mike McDonald, Ravens D coordinator, Raheem Morris, Rams defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, Cowboys defense coordinator, Anthony Weaver, Ravens associate head coach, and I believe D-line coach, mm-hmm. and then Bobby Slowick, Texans offensive coordinator. <laughs> Barnwell's prediction, Ben Johnson. New commander's owner Josh Harris already landed his top target for GM and Adam Peters. Many people around the league believe Harris has been focused on Johnson as his top choice for coach, though there are some who think Slowick and McDonald are possibilities. Harris's process so far has been thorough but not slow. I believe he really wants Johnson, and he and Peters are in position to make that happen, even if it's just about getting an agreement in place that can't be finalized until after the Lions season ends. I maintain I'm about 75-80% sure it's going to be Johnson. Does mm-hmm. that sound about right? You guys have a different number? I'm good with that. Landini, you about there? This is from Graziano, not yeah. Barnwell. Okay. This is from Dan Graziano, who's more of an insider information gatherer, whereas Barnwell's more of an analyst, analytical guy. Uh, Landville, you about 75-80% on uh, BJ coming to town? Yeah. And Jeffrey, you like Slowick. I like Slowick and I like both of them. It's just, I just think because, but see, it could be different for this. You know, I need to let go of my old thinking, you know. Mm. Old thinking says, oh, we hear much about this guy. Our organization don't go get him. We go get the opposite. It's been proven with Josh and, and the HOG. The guys that they that you're getting a lot of buzz about and that are, people are excited about, they're going to get him. So, I'm going to wipe out that old thinking, and I'm going to bring my optimism cap back, and we're going to get BJ. All right. Need optimism to get BJ. Um, I think – what, Jeff? Nothing for the air, dog. I, I got a real question. We're going to get into the rest of the coaching hires, right? I think we, I think we need a nickname for Ben Johnson. Maybe we're putting the cart before the horse. He hasn't been hired or anything. But, like, Ben Johnson. You can't just call him Johnson. But we don't have to call him anything as a nickname. How about this calls by what the name is? Ben can, Johnson. Can can we use BJ as an acronym? You could. Okay. That's my goddaughter's uh, boyfriend named BJ. I call right. him BJ. What's up, BJ? All right. We'll figure it out. We're all in it together. Um, it seems like there's real optimism they get that thing done. Uh, looking elsewhere around the league, who would you guess gets the job in Atlanta? I think it's going to be Belichick. Why? Atlanta has a, a owner who likes to hire coaches that has some level of, uh, let's say, not only gravitas, but uh, he has to be like a, a, a dispatch. And I believe that there is no other disciplinarian other bigger than uh, Bill Belichick in this league. And he's had such success. Atlanta will definitely look at that and say, ooh, yeah. A lot of people were joking about this, that it got reported Belichick interviewed with Atlanta. What is, Landfield, what do you ask Bill Belichick in a job interview? 
hey, man, are, are we good enough for you to come coach us? <laughs> right? Like, what is the interview? Uh, maybe it's about are you willing to just coach and we're going to run personnel or something? I, yeah. What do you, No, what do you want? Right. <laughs> That's yeah. basically how it's going to go. What, what do you want? I tend to agree with you. Um, I think if if I'm Belichick, I'm slow playing to see what happens in Dallas and to see what happens in Philly because I think those rosters are just really, really good. And if he could come in there and run his type of operation, then I think it's worth waiting because I think Dallas and Philly are probably two tiers above the talent they have in Atlanta. I think Dallas and Philly are on like the top tier. I think something weird happened in Philly. They quit. Dallas just kind of chokes in the playoffs, but Bill doesn't. So maybe he can fix that. Um, We're going to keep going around the league, making some predictions at head coach. Before we go, though, you know how I got here today, Brian? Did you uh, use your snowmobile? Nope. I used my Toyota Tacoma four-wheel drive, which I probably didn't really need, that I purchased from Oarsman Toyota of Fairfax. Brian has bought a ton of cars from these folks. I bought a ton of cars from these folks. Who are we talking about? Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. They got everything you can imagine. Buick, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, GMC, Jeep, Kia, Lincoln, Ram, Toyota. Seven locations all over Northern Virginia. From Fairfax to Chantilly, they take great care of you. They've taken great care of me. They've taken great care of Brian and our families. You can check them out online at oorsmanva.com. They've been doing this for 100 years. They know what they're doing. And, B, what about that Oarsman Lifetime Edge? Well, you know, everything is backed by the Oarsman Lifetime Edge, JP. They give you $1,500 in extras, including complimentary car washes with every scheduled maintenance, loaner cars with every major maintenance, and the lifetime engine guarantee. You know, I was riding home the other day, and I saw the EV9. So I reached out to Billy and said, hey, I need to come test drive that. He said, get over there, man. We have uh, one for you. And we have a good deal going right now. So I'm going to probably be riding electric here real soon. And that's more good news. Have a car, they have, if you have a car to sell, Orson will pay you up to 125% of the Kelly Blue Book value, regardless of its make, model, or year. It's simple at Orson. They like to keep their customers happy. So take it from me and JP. Two extremely satisfied Oarsman customers. Customers, let's ride together. Call the number 10 to 1-800-636-1067. To, you can win a, a four-pack of tickets to the Washington, D.C. Auto Show. That's Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th at the Washington Convention Center. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility. Tickets to the WashingtonAutoShow.com, courtesy of Washington Auto Show. Auto show. Jeff wants tickets too, Biagi. Yo, actually, Biagi invited me to a thing next Thursday night, I think, like a auto show reception kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to go. Cool with me. Okay. So me and B might be there next Thursday. Um, let's keep going around the league with the uh the GM search. I find this kind of uh, the head coaching search. I find it interesting. And I just think that Dallas and Philly are just these huge kind of wild cards out there. Um, and until you know what's going to happen then, I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen with these coaching searches. If I'm Belichick, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. You also have Jim Harbaugh's crazy ass floating around where now he's going back to Michigan. I think he, he is, he's smart. You go, 
use them against each other. But if he goes to the NFL, I think San Diego, I mean, L.A., Chargers, it's the place. What do you think happens with the Raiders? I'm, I've, I've seen some things where they're saying that who they have right there, Antonio Pierce, is the one they should keep. So this is from Graziano and ESPN. My prediction for the next Raiders coach is Antonio Pierce. The Raiders haven't done many interviews yet, as they're also still looking for a GM and seem to be prioritizing that hire. I have heard Jim Harbaugh's name connected here a bit, and I definitely expect the Raiders to do more interviews than the ones they've already done. But Pierce has the very fervent and public backing of the Raiders players, most notably star edge rusher Max Crosby. After letting go of popular interim coach Rick Rich Basaccia two years ago in favor of the failed McDaniels experiment, team owner Mark Davis could give the players what they want this time around. Pierce went 5-4 and four as the interim coach after serving as the team's linebackers coach in 2022 and the first half of 2023. Um, I think Pierce gets that job. I had heard Harbaugh for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows if this going back to Michigan thing is real. Who knows what? Like, Harbaugh, to me, nobody's going to know what he's going to do, and then he's just going to do it, and we'll yeah. all react. That's how he works. Um, But this is a – I just thought of something kind of interesting. What are the Rooney Rule requirements? If you had an interim coach that you didn't name head coach, and he's a white dude, you'd have Rooney Rule requirements before you could name him head coach, I believe. What is that situation for Pierce? It, well, I don't think Pierce has the same deal that the, a male had in uh, which call him. They had a succession plan for him. Right. So he just flies right in and you right. get past it. The fact that maybe it does go that way because he's already on the staff. Well, he's already on the staff and he was the interim coach. But the Rooney rule requires two external head coaching interviews. Yeah. And then, and I mean, they can do them, <laughs> but it may be something that's like that, that token type thing. And I think you don't want that. But I think I don't see Antonio having the plan of a secession plan to where they could just pass by it. Right. I just like you'd think if, hey, we're hiring a black dude. Mm-hmm. I think you like you shouldn't have to go through the process in that situation. Probably, but maybe you, you want more should, people I, to get interviewed. I think you may want to keep everything up up above uh, above board yeah, and, and just do and, it all the same. And I think a big part of the Rooney Rule is that it gets guys opportunities, yeah. so that when they get the opportunity again, maybe they're more experienced and seasoned in the interview process. Yeah, but. Then again, you're talking about Mark Davis. He's probably taking dudes to P.F. Chang's. It might not be the most <laughs> intense process. I, I would get a haircut. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, one that I'm fascinated by is Seattle. Yes, yeah, and I, no one has really discussed that. Well, I think everybody thought it would be Dan Quinn until Vrabel showed up, until Tennessee fired Vrabel. Um, this is from Graziano. So, the known candidates – for the Seahawks so far, uh, Ajiro Evero, who I believe is the Panthers D coordinator, mm-hmm. Patrick Graham, who used to be with the Giants. I don't know where he was this past year. Raheem Morris, Rams DC, Dan Quinn, Cowboys DC, Frank Smith, Miami OC. Um, I actually really like their candidate list. I thought Graham, when he was with the Giants, was a really impressive fella. I think he went to Yale. What's crazy is I think Graham and McDaniel might have been at Yale on the football team at the same time. Really? You know you know who was on the Yale football team with McDaniel? Who? 
our boy Jay up in the Hamptons at Chinny. Really? Yeah. Um, Did they hang out together? We have any? They were all in the same. We have any stories we could discuss? Yes, they were all in the same frat. Okay, cannot Um, wait to talk to him. Graziano predicts for the next Seahawks coach. Anybody want to throw a guess? Vrabel. Vrabel. Boom. Uh, I know he hasn't even shown up on the Seahawks interview list yet. And sure, Quinn has a connection to Seattle from his time as the defensive coordinator there under Pete Carroll. The Vrabel thing is a bit of a hunch, though I do have several sources who share the same hunch and the idea that he could be a sneaky late entry into this pool. In general, you don't want sneaky late entries into a pool. Just saying. It's almost certainly a coincidence that the Carroll news broke the day after the news that the Titans had fired Vrabel. But it's also possible that the opportunity the current high-level candidate list offers is part of the reason Seattle decided now was the time to make a change. Mm-hmm. I, It's tough because I understand why Washington is going a different direction because they're years away and they want the traditional structure of GM hiring head coach. But damn, knowing that Washington could at least swing on guys like Harbaugh, who's crazy but wins, Vrabel, who is just like the ultimate leader, winner. Uh-huh. Even Belichick, Pete Carroll, these established winners. I I agree that now is not the time to bring them here. But it's also like, damn, these dudes are out there, man. They're out there. But I think Washington is in a position where they, the ownership, want to keep some level of uh, control. Right. And they want to have things work the same way because they're trying to build something new. Those guys are ready to go to places that are already there, already established, and they just need somebody to come in and start, you know, guiding the ship down the road, down the, down the water. Agree. It's just timing is everything in the universe, and mm-hmm. it ain't the right time. Yeah. Lanville, who you got getting the Seattle job? I guess Vrabel, just because I can't really see anybody hiring Dan Quinn with how it ended. Giving up 50 at home? Yeah. Like, I know that's just one game, but damn. You know, if that's what you <laughs> you have to go sell that guy to your fan base and that's the last thing that everybody's going to remember, I mean, everybody's just going to assume this guy's an idiot who doesn't deserve the job the second it happens. You'd, I mean, you'd be, you'd be a punchline. Can't t- do it. That's a t- Yo, like, the, the world operates with recency bias, and the most recent display for Dan Quinn... No bueno. Not good. But I think there's a chance that might give Washington an opening because Quinn is still really good. Yet, it was a bad game. So you had a bad day. If you can get that dude as D.C., you're in business. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, I think Cowboys fans would be excited if Dan Quinn got a head coaching job. So that probably means you shouldn't do it. (laughs) Do whatever it takes to drive them crazy. When we come back, maybe we go phone lines. Adam Peters said yesterday that there are a few cornerstone players that Washington needs to build around. Who are they? We'll find out. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.